0: Networking, referrals, strategies for success, and real life stories from professionals who are building a business based on relationship marketing. Welcome to the CirrusNet podcast. Here, you'll learn how to stay connected in the local business community and become that person others get to know, like, and trust, and refer to. And now, your host, CirrusNet founder, Steven Ziskowski. Well, I-
1: Welcome to the CirrusNet Podcast, and I have with me today Kevin Sabosky. Uh, Kevin is an EOS implementer and also owns a business called Fastest Route. Uh, He works with big companies that already have a leadership team, and he works with inspiring solopreneurs that want to grow their business and see it grow with uh, employees and in size and scalability, Um, So Kevin is a really um, unique business and that he has the ability to really kind of help just about any entrepreneur where they're at. Um, Kevin, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for coming today. Just really quickly, let's jump down memory lane. How did you even find out about CirrusNet? Who told you about this? Can you give us the short replay of how that went?
0: (laughs) Yeah, sure. That was a while ago, Steve. Thanks for having me here. I'm excited to be here. Um, So a woman that had an HR company. So I was doing, you know, my normal networking uh, and and really, you know, not getting enough, not meeting enough people. And I was really excited about meeting her and, and the work that she was doing. It seemed like it was a great, uh, a potential great partnership. And she brought up your work and uh, and I, um, you know, I went to the next meeting and and really loved it. And so M- Michelle Varasi was her name. Thank you, Michelle. I really appreciate it.
1: (laughs) Michelle, wherever you are, you're still thought of fondly. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so and and just to be sure I understand that you guys were meeting to see if there were synergies where you could help each other. And then she probably thought to herself, I like this guy. Maybe I can also help and make new connections through my CirrusNet team. So for all of you that are listening, you know, my, my CirrusNet members, you guys are the gateway. You're the people that help bring new people into CirrusNet and uh, I appreciate every member that does that. So the other cool thing about Kevin is that uh, this is his second tour in CirrusNet. So when he first joined CirrusNet, that was in Ann Arbor. He's now currently a member of my Brighton Wednesday 10 o'clock group. We'll talk about that just a little bit later in the interview, your CirrusNet experience. What I want to do right now is focus on you. Um, You know, small businesses um, and, and, and small business people, you and I both both talked many times in past conversations about how you and I have a soft spot in our heart and really identify with and care about that small struggling person and you know, there's a lot of people that don't want to take on that client because they don't necessarily feel that the financial gain is going to be there for them, right? Um, they're looking for I want to do business with the big, big company all the time, but you um have carved space in your business to handle both types of clients. So can you share with us um EOS and fastest route and how those fit together?
0: Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. So EOS is the entrepreneurial operating system, it's a set of tools documented in the book Traction. And this was a thing you and I had in common when we first met. You were an EOS user and it's a set of tools to help people run their business best. And and the sweet spot for EOS is organizations that already have a leadership team so they're 10 to 250 people. Um and so I was an EOS implementer and my clients were CEOs, COOs of these bigger companies and in my travels around and especially, you know, it really started Steve, kudos to you, and a, a great appreciation to you. Fastest route uh, was incubated because of CirrusNet, because of so many people that I met were solopreneurs, and and I couldn't, they weren't, they couldn't be clients of mine as EOS because they weren't big enough, you know, they didn't have the money to pay for me. It was and and they didn't have the problems, and so I wanted to help those guys. You know, I would see them do their elevator pitch, and I'm like, you know, I work with people on this, and I was like, I wanted to help them and so i began to help solopreneurs because of your group and and so i put together a group and their their response was so positive everybody was so thrilled with what they got because i was cherry picking the tools you know what are the tools that we can use in eos US that help a solopreneur and so it's true that you know it's a difficult market to serve because you know with my my EOS clients, I can charge a lot per day and they don't mind, but you know, solar printers can't afford that. And so I had to come up with ways to make it so that it would serve them. And I do group peer group kinds of stuff with them. Now I do a groups of, uh, I have a program called growing a brilliant business where we meet six times. So we meet once a month for six months and do really peer group. There's a curriculum there's homework. And then as, as groups, we get together and help each other invent the business. And so since we spread the cost over eight people, you know, I found a way to bring really compelling, really uh, valuable, transformative help to these guys for fairly low cost. And the cool thing is, you know, as much as I like having a great impact, part of that impact is bringing these people together. Because what a lot of people say when I ask them what's most valuable about that, They'll say it's like all the conversations with the other entrepreneurs. It's very powerful, you know. As a solopreneur, it's so scary. We're on our own. We're making our decisions, you know, all by ourselves. We feel very lonely, and so having this group of other people that are on that journey as well, collaborating with you and helping you design your business better, is is really compelling. I find people really love it.
1: How many uh, businesses that you've worked with that are you know in this you know in this the solopreneur space? that um maybe you can share a success story would be the best way to do it. it would be to share kind of like you know what are the struggles the common struggles that you see these people facing that you're helping them work through
0: yeah yeah i mean this was a an insight of mine you, you know people that want to grow so my thing fastest route is like helping people going from okay to thriving as quickly and easily as possible you know i'm trying to find that fastest route to get them out of being okay and and a lot of that has to do with getting enough customers because revenue, they want more revenue and they need more customers. And they're struggling with how to do that. And a lot of them think that it's because they don't sell well. They're not salespeople. And I just find that that's not generally the case. You know, we could all get better at, at, in, you know, in that domain. But most solar printers are awesome at what they do with their customers. And so if they meet a genuine prospect, they can just talk to them and help them and a lot of times they close the business even though they're not skillful at all the tactics but what they're missing is the marketing and uh so they need more more leads if they just got more leads their lives would be better because they could close a high percentage of them and they a lot of them think that the reason their marketing isn't work working is because they don't have the right tools they don't have their logo isn't dead on their website isn't right and just what i've seen over time is that this? it's not that you're not good at telling the story. It's that the story hasn't been defined. Mm -hmm. A lot of solopreneurs, we're in this place where, you know, the story of what we do depends upon the listener that we're speaking to at the moment, right? We're talking to someone, we want them to buy from us. (laughs) And we're thinking, how do I present this in a way that it fits them? And so when I'll ask them, what's your target market? And they'll say, basically, anyone with money. Right. right. This is sort of the solopreneur. And then what do you do for people? Whatever they want. That's kind of, and people think that there's power in that, and there isn't. It's a very, it's so much more powerful in business to really define that. Pick your target market, pick the target market that you love that's coherent with your heart and soul and and then figure out what you do and be able to articulate it in a way that resonates for that listener and so this is the big thing that i do in the program is help them constitute their business in a way that's consistent with who they are and what they want and once they've defined it you know then they can talk about it ad hoc in a way that's much more powerful does
1: that make sense It, it absolutely does And I I think one of the other things that maybe I can say on your behalf uh, is that, you know, having somebody like you who has worked with so many businesses, again, maybe larger businesses, but also working with solopreneurs, you can probably see the issues and what's coming around the corner for people before they do. And I think that there's, uh, uh, when you talk about fastest route, it's shortening the time that they have that they have to learn these things but I think the real um the real value has come in from you being the person that's bringing this information out of them because it's in there you're yeah. not telling them what their business is they have to be the ones to really zero in and say okay I really can't sell to everyone who really is my target market and once they do that there's this this pressure that's lifted because now they've got clarity, but it would never come to them if they didn't have somebody that really, you're pretty fanatical about getting people to bring these answers out. And I don't think you'll stop until they get those answers. So, you know, you really care about your clients. Um, Let's share a uh, success story of somebody that's been through the program. Maybe you can just describe an issue that they were having that you helped them get some clarity from.
0: Yeah, so um, I had a, a client that had a website company and she was a musician. and um, you know, really she ended up in the, doing a website company because she she was tiring of being a professional musician and it was difficult to continue that. And so she saw it she knew she had to do something else and it was something that she could do. And and she enjoyed it, but she didn't, she had a hard time describing what she did. She had a, and so she really took this stuff on. And as you said, I'm not the answer guy, you know, I'm the question guy. I'm really good at knowing, you know, hearing, you know, is that a good answer? I can share with you, like, I don't think that's quite right. And And I'm really good at like figuring out, seeing who someone is. And to see whether that answer is coherent with who they are rather than some abstract notion of what they think is right. Because people think that there's some right answer about what you should do in business. And it isn't. It's like it depends upon who you are, what you want to accomplish. And so through the process, she was able to really dig in on on what she is doing and gets to get to the point where, Her bigger struggle is trying to figure out which customers to not take now. Mm. So her messaging has gotten so crisp and her understanding of who she is and what she's doing in her business allows her to just be in the world as a gift, right? So she's just out talking to people and telling them what they do. And then a high percentage of them go like, oh my God, you do that. (laughs) Can I have some of that? And her biggest challenge right now is, is, is figuring out who to say no to because she can't do it all. And to me, that's such a, you know, I mean, there's such human drama in solopreneurs, you know, I mean, there's heart and soul and authenticity and the egos involved and to see somebody get to the point where they have clarity and confidence in the business where it's like, no, I'm good. I'm really good. And she can see the future. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's what it, that's what that process gives someone.
1: Okay, yeah, that's an excellent, excellent descriptor there. Um, let's jump into CirrusNet really quickly uh, again, as we're we're kind of getting ready to wrap this up. First and foremost, you're my you're my final uh, podcast for uh, for this year. So thanks for being on. And strategically, uh, this is a time here we are in November of 2022, uh, finishing up a long year. Some businesses, when they finish the year, their tank is empty uh and they struggle to get through the finish line and january gets here too quick and they're doing it again um some other businesses if they've if they've got their processes right they finish the year uh maybe not as exhausted right Right, what they're doing right now is they're starting to plan um you know if you're if you're failing to plan you're planning to fail right so having a plan uh and working with Uh, Someone like yourself could be a really huge advantage. So, how would somebody work with you if they were going in a situation right now where, like, I have not done my strategic planning yet for 2023? I don't have my marketing defined. Um, You know, I don't know which programs I want to go with. Um, Can you help people? uh, You know, what's the ideal time to start engaging with you? Uh, Is it before a year ends? Is it the beginning of a year? Because I think there's a lot of people right now that have got to be thinking about planning. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> I want to answer this in a couple of ways. First of like, so what should people do? And then I want to talk about, you know, how do they engage with me? When does that make sense to engage with me? Um <clears throat> so I, I I am an EOS implementer um because I love it, because I think it's an amazing, powerful tool set. And so with my fastest route clients, we use a tool from EOS called the Vision Traction Organizer. And And there's so that I worked in a business plan competition for 10 years. And so I provided the coach to work with people to design their business, doing business planning. And I can tell you that, that the traditional sort of business plan templates are not very effective at helping people do business planning. Whereas the VTO, the Vision Traction Organizer, is a tremendous tool. It's very consistent with what is needs to be done. And so if you're a solopreneur, go to eosworldwide.com um, and you can go to my site, Kevin-Saboski, and download the VTO and start filling it out start doing it, start doing it before you talk to me and use this and reflect upon it. And I know you did this, Steve, you showed me your VTO when we first started. And I think it's been powerful for you. And so, you know, the people that work that, so if you got the VTO, it is the right set of questions for you to answer. And I can, and you could, there's all sorts of tools to sort of understand, you know, about that, but the, you can come up with answers to those questions that are not very good, that won't serve your business. Mm -hmm. And so the question is, so as you're filling that out, if you're going through like, well, what should be my core values? What are my core values? And some of these are really hard to figure out yourself. It's hard to look at yourself and say, what are my core values a lot of times? And so, you know, what is my 10-year target? What am I trying to accomplish? What's my target market? You know, some of these things in there, if you're filling them out and you figure... You know, I understand that this is powerful, but I'm not sure what are the right answers. And especially, you know, if you're struggling and you want it to be reflective of what you love, right? So a lot of people look at what's my target market. Well, they have this abstract notion about what's the best target market to have. It's like, no, no, no. It's like, what's your dream customer? Who do you love to serve? When you serve them and it just fills you with joy because you helped that person, what's that? And so if you need help figuring that out, then it's time to start talking to me and 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 look at a program where you can be with a cohort of other people who are in the same game trying to do it because that's super powerful. You know, when you fill out that VTO on your own, as you know, Steve, it's kind of a lonely experience. And it's like, is that good? I don't know. Do Am I using it? I don't know. And so getting together a peer group. So get the VTO, start filling it out on your own. When you feel like, you know, getting other people in the game with you, that's when the stuff that I do would be of real of real value
1: to you. Okay, wonderful. And we're going to be sure all of the links are uh, in Spotify and on YouTube so people can easily access those tools and have access to you, Kevin. Um, last question for you. And uh, again, I just want to say thank you because I really appreciate people that operate their business starting with their heart first. And uh, that is definitely you. Um, you know, you were uh, somebody who's always been very generous with me in your thinking, your ideas, people you've connected me with. And uh, I love that you're still that same person. And I'm also glad to see that you're really getting traction in CirrusNet, especially the second time around uh, on the Brighton team, um, the comments that I hear from people, it's like you you kind of very quickly became somebody that people gravitated to. And I know of people that are in there, in there that are getting greater clarity uh, about their business because yeah. of you. And that helps me have better members in CirrusNet. So thank you for that. Right, you're
0: welcome. And I want to say thank you. And I want to share another thing that people should do to really define their business. They yes. should get into a CirrusNet group because you know, when I see people that are starting a business, being in a position where you stand in front of a group of people and tell them what you do every week or every other week is incredibly powerful. It backs you against the wall because the first time you do it, you go like, I don't know what I do. And then you're like, you have to say something and you're trying stuff out. There is no substitute for that. The work that I do requires you to get out and share it with people. And what you do to me, I I recommend people going into it because it helps them define their business. And so you do a great service, not only in just doing referral marketing, getting people new clients, you help them sharpen their game in the definition of their business, and that's extremely powerful, and people need to know that.
1: Thanks. I don't know if Goosebumps can show on uh, on video, but they're there. Thank you, Kevin. That was uh, well-received uh, from me. So um, here's the last question I've got for you. Um, you you've got a, a new trust builder. Let's say it's a brand-new member on your CirrusNet team. And they say to you, Kevin, hey, I want to have a great experience in SiriusNet. You, you know, you're connected. You've done this. Uh, what would what's the best advice you can give me re- regarding how I should approach my first year of being on a team?
0: So everybody goes into SiriusNet because they need more customers, I think. Um, but if you go into SiriusNet saying, Where's my customers? Where's my customers? You're not gonna get customers, you know. So to me, the thing is, is every time, every interaction, every trust builder, every one minute message, it's like, how can you be of service to the other people in the room? You know, getting great referrals isn't about speaking your thing well enough so people want to do things for you. Getting great referrals is all about being a contribution to other people. And so if people come into you, it's not, you know, lose that whole, the best way to get more customers is to stop thinking about getting more customers and just think about how can you be of help to the people in the room? You're bringing some gift, right? And and, and you've got some gift, some superpower, demonstrate your gift that you bring to your clients by bringing it to the people in the room. And if you contribute to them, then they, you know, we feel, us, we, we learn what you're good at. And then we care about you and then we'll share referrals with you. That's the process. How's yeah, that?
1: that? That's super well said. And I've seen that before. You know, sometimes people will visit a serious net team and they go, they look around the room and they go, you know, I don't know if this is a good fit, fit for me. I don't know if I see anybody there that could be my customer. And that's, oh, yeah. you know, it's like, look, we're, you, you know, this isn't about selling to each other. There is a natural thing that happens when you're on a team with people that you start to know like and trust that if you're going to have a need for the product or service there's a good likelihood you're going to give that person an opportunity to earn that business right because they've earned it um but serious net is not about selling to the other members Um, although sometimes when people do uh, buy from you and become a client Uh, that's where the snowball begins a little bit too, because they can start citing how they're benefiting by working with Kevin. And now that they're benefiting, they're a better referral partner to refer somebody. But to me, I I look at the teams as, you know, how can I help people go to bat for me? And how can I start going to bat for my clients and for my members? Right. So I love that. Yep. The servant leader. That is a beautiful mentality to go into one of these teams with Kevin Sabosky fastest route. Thanks so much for spending time with us on the net podcast. And again, love having you back in net Can't wait to spend 2023 with you, my friend. Awesome.
0: Thanks, Steve. Thanks for the opportunity. And thanks for all that you do. Thanks for all that you do for us. I really appreciate it.
1: It's my pleasure. Thank you, Kevin.